I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewest.substack.com. Okay, so we we did raise a question yesterday, which we didn't answer. Uh, you raised this question, Yosef, which was, um, Ramam says in Malachim Gimel Aleph, Im lo lo avos of sefer, Kosef Sefer Torah. Um, if the king, uh, if, if his uh, if his fathers didn't leave him a sefer, or if he lost it, then he writes two sefer Torah. Um, but uh, that implies that if they did leave him one, then he would not have to write two sefer Torah. So the question is, if we were reading the other Ramam right, then by the standard uh, of writing sefer Torah, it means that if you uh, if you, even if your father's left you a Sefer Torah, you still have to write one. So the question is, is does the king's second Sefer uh, Torah differ in structure from that? So the good news is that I found an answer. It's not in the Rad Vaz's commentary on the Ramam, um, but it's in his tshuva. Uh, the bad news is I'm honestly just not in the mood to go through this today. <laughs> so it's there on Ahal Torah. If you want to read through the whole thing, he, he takes you through the sugya. I'm just in the mood to get to, to go on. So that's what we're going to do. Okay, so onward to the Los Ases. Um, oh, you know what we should do though, actually, we should read these in the Sefer HaMitzvos, uh, which, oh, there's no Yad Pshuta. All right. So let's not read in the Sefer HaMitzvos. I'm going to be, I, I'm in a lazy mood today, so I'm just going to read what's here. Okay. Lo Yarbilo Nashim. So he cannot, uh, um, have too many wives. So what does that mean? So you can take up to 18 wives. Okay, if he needs more than that, it's a little excessive. Okay, bein hanashim, bein hapilachim, and that is both that counts hakol uh, shmona asrei. Um, uh, that is uh, including wives and concubines. Okay, so so meaning uh, eighteen total. Bein hosif achas, if he adds one ubala and he has bia with her, loke he gets malchus. Bishlo legarish v'lisa acheres tachas shagirish. Okay, so he can divorce. And, and marry uh, another one in, in her place, yeah. So say if he came into the kingship of 30 wives. Uh, presumably you would have to divorce, uh, he would have to divorce the other ones, right? I guess, unless he, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna, unless it is the Misa of, um, of getting married and having Bia, in which case, like, he might be able to retain them. Uh, that's a good question, yeah. I just think he's usually or is, was, or is the Hogsmeade that he can only have 18 over the course of his life, or that he can only have 18 over? Yeah. I, I guess my head was, was obvious that the 18 was at a single time, so therefore it would have to be a case where he really like, had over 18 over uh-huh. I think the Hogsmeade is that that um, that uh, is not at one time, you know, mm-hmm. um, total, yeah. Um, yeah, oh man, I wish we had the opportunity. Uh, let's just see. Okay, so this is an interesting question in the Kesef Mishnah. So the Ram says if he adds one to the number and has Bia with her, then he gets Malchus. Um, Kashali. I think it's Kashali. Manalan Shitzarach Shivalana. Where does the Ram get it from that he needs to have Bia with her? So maybe you can say that just the act of marrying her uh, would be considered to be over Los Pilagshim, Um, 
And uh, to the contrary, uh, the Rambam holds that with Pilagshim, you can have a, a Pilagish without Ksuba and without Kedushin. In Cain, the Kaddish, Afapish Lobal, Mikriya Isha. So you see that once he does Kedushin, even though he didn't have Bia, then it's considered a wife. So he leaves as a Tarachion. So it was interesting. And then, um, yeah, all right, so let's read on the Rambam. All right, so Velo Yarbilo Susan, he cannot increase horses. Ella Kademir Kapto, he can only have as, enough for his uh, chariot. Aphilusus Echad Panoi Lios Rabs Lafanov, even one free horse, meaning an uncharioted horse that is running in front of him, Kadosh Osin Sharam Lafim, like the other kings do, Asr. That's Asr Vim Hosif Loke. And if he increases, then he gets Makos, yeah. Quite yeah. some useless horses today. Yeah. Wondering, is this, once this Kademir Kapto isn't. What he needs for war, or what he can't touch chariots, just because it feel weird. It was only for chariots, and that points to the fact that cavalry war cavalry is obsolete. Chariots were obsolete, I think, before before the Rawls. So. Okay, so let's go. It's a legitimate question. Um, let's see if if any of the Nosekilim answer. Uh, where's the Sham? Is this probably in? Uh, <laughs> Sanhedrin? Some of these are in Sanhedrin. Uh, yeah, Sanhedrin. So it's a Mishnah. Uh, wait, Perak Bez? Yeah, Perak Bez. Let's just see if there's a Ramam on it. Uh, let's see here. Oh, computer's going slow. Okay, Mishnah. Oof, computer is slowing down. Okay, Mishnah is Kudelos. Um, Sanhedrin. Sanhedrin. Okay, so Mirakava. Yeah, I looked at Mirakavto. Okay, so the Ramban says. Um, so he can increase horses uh, as many as his um, soldiers need. Um, oh, that's interesting also. He can um, uh, increase, presumably even for himself in his wars, in order to uh, intimidate the enemy. I don't know what Arvos are. Arvos Muchanos? Do you know what Ar- Arva is? Let me just, uh, let me pause this. Okay, so we can't find this word, but he says uh, the, what the Torah prohibits is for him to have horses that are levatala, that aren't necessary, whatever Arvos means. Muchanos Lirkov Hubahem Beziom Shirte. So it's kind of like the guys who have the fancy luxury sports cars all in their garage that they could just pick whichever one they want to ride on uh, every day. So this this does seem to be talking about an everyday chariot, right? Um or a um a chariot for show. Like at the coronation, I think they had the the golden chariot that had like like 18 horses or some crazy like number. But he, uh, it's not much for him to have more than one horse for him to ride on, like the rest of the people. That's interesting. Does he say that in the Mishnah Torah? Let's see. 
Vim Hosef Loke. No, it's funny he doesn't bring that down in the Mishnah Torah, yeah. This is just said, like, they were caught on, I guess. I assume that means that like, you only have horses, as in, I assume, but that means you only have horses for war. Oh, as you're asking, why does it not say he's allowed one horse for riding? Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, and also, I mean, it is clear, with the, the thing about for war. Do you do me a favor and hand me a Nazikin page of Mishnah in the Kafef? I just want to see if he explains uh, anything. Thank you. Okay, so that was in Sanhedrin 2. Sanhedrin 2. And I don't remember which Mishnah it was. Two Dalit in this one. Uh, two Dalit. That's three. Two Dalit. Maybe it's not Dalit here. Oh, so he can only have one horse to ride on. I mean, it sounds like he can, it sounds like for practical horses, he can have enough to ride on or enough for his chariot. Um, uh, I don't, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just still not sure why he doesn't bring it down for, uh, bring down this distinction between war and stuff. Uh, or yeah, I'm not finding this, but Orvos thing. I have no idea what that is. Okay, let's go back to the uh, Mishnah Torah. Um, so then he says, Lo yarbe lo kesavazav. You cannot have too much silver and gold. Lahaniach begin lazav. Will he's gaos bo? Will he's naos bo? And he cannot have it uh, to store in his treasuries to become haughty with or to beautify himself with. Looks like there is some discrepancy in the gear saos here. In the Oxford, it says, Milahis Gaos, Ulihis Naos Bo, so it says, Ulihis Naos Bo, Ulihis Gaos, Nusachapnim Adif, Shubderach Zo, Lozo Af Zo. So in um, here, he, say he reverses it because it's saying um, not only this, but also that. He can only have enough to give to his soldiers, his army, and his uh, um, servants and his uh, ministers. But in terms of the whatever he needs that's ready for the Tsarfe Tsibor or the his Milchamos or um oh sorry or for the in the that is a mitzvah to have more. It's only to get privately rich. And if he does is more than he gets Malchus. Yeah. Someone is, I think he's, 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 he
I mean, I don't know how you calculate these things or what you what constitutes like if it's built, let's say if it's building the palace, you know, is that considered a national need, you know, for like prestige or is that considered a personal need because he's benefiting from it? You know, I'm, I'm not uh, that, you know, these are these are questions that like Postcom, I'm sure, would take up in uh, if this was reinstituted nowadays. But, um, you know, I, I don't think we're going to find it here unless we find it in the Shulchan Aruch Asid. I haven't looked there for this. Um Okay, then he says, Hamelach Asr Lishtos Derek Shikros. That's an interesting one. The king is prohibited to drink in a Derek of Shikros. Shnemar, quotes Pazak Mishle, all Lamalachim Shisu Yain. Kings should not drink wine. Or should not, yeah, sorry. All Lamalachim Shisu Yain. They should not drink wine. Elihi Osik Batorah of Tzarcha Yisrael Biyom of Lila. He should be involved in Torah and in the needs of Israel for day and night. Shnemar of the Haisa Imo of Akarabo Koyme Chayav. It's a funny puzzle that he brings about the, the Torah, right? He's saying you should read in it and, um, uh, sorry, you should be with him and you should read in it all the, the days of his life. And so from there, it's saying that he should be involved in, uh, I mean, that works for the Torah part, but uh, interesting with Tzarek Tibor, uh, Tzarek I'm just curious if, if these are drushas. I just want to see if this is a drusha. Um, the Torah to Mima. Uh, Oh, uh, this is really slowing down. Okay, click. And uh, yeah, and isn't this a Kavachomer? This is different. That's interesting, Kavachomer. If a king who is involved in the Torah of Israel, it says he has to be reading Torah day and night, Koshkin, uh, everyone else. <laughs> I don't. That's interesting, Drasha. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say, Uvabavli, so that's in from the Yushami, Uvabavli, Menachos, Tzadi, Tesam, Beis, Yalfi, Zemi, Pasuk, Di, Yoshua, Perak, Aleph, Vahigisobo, Yom, Avlaila. That's that's where I thought the Yom, Avlaila thing is for Talmud Torah, that it's open Pasuk, Di, Yoshua. Umitam, Zeh, Drashos, sorry, Umitam, Drashos, Elu, Kasubotos, Bebrachos, Yod, Aleph, Amad, Aleph, Telchin, Ein, Mavarchin, Birchas, Torah, Bechol, Pam, Shiyoshev, Lilmod. Oh, that's right. This is the source of why you don't need to make a Birchas, Torah every time you sit and learn. Like you do with the like you make a bracha every time you enter to, to sit there, uh, because he doesn't uh, leave it. Because he needs to be involved at all times. Yeah, that wasn't the drusha that I thought. Um, yeah, so he doesn't, that's not a drusha, uh, at least not one that the Torah to me brings down. Okay, so uh, yeah. What like what's the halacha then? Because if this is just the same as everybody else, then yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's strange. I mean, the the mechayev seems to be different, right? If just from a Torah mixah perspective, I'm not saying halachically, but the fact that it says. Um, in other words, everyone has to be involved in Talmud Torah all day, but the king has a mechaev of Talmud Torah in order to keep him in a state of Yeras Hashem and to prevent his heart from being haughty and deviating from the Mahus. You know, that, that's, the, that's an additional concern. That, that was a good question, though. Okay, um, so it looks like we can probably finish this tomorrow. Doesn't look like we have that much left. Okay, let's stop here for today. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi 
Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbischneewos at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.